Paul describes the life of an apostle. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning and happy Friday, my friends. We're moving on in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 today. Uh, We're picking up in verse 6, and we're going to read all the way through verse 13. Uh, And as we enter the text today, we get a pretty fair description from Paul of the life of an apostle. Um, He goes on in his description of the nature of true apostleship and uh, talks about the difference between what the believers in Christ have received in the ministry of the apostles and the treatment that they receive and the life that they are living. And uh, so it's quite a, a, a drastic picture in some ways of the sacrifice of that calling, uh, but it is one uh, that Paul embraced and the other apostles embraced with great joy. Um, knowing that they were um, on the battle lines, in the trench uh, for Jesus, and um, what a life that would have been. So we'll get a nice picture of that today, and um, we'll be able to uh, uh, wrestle with what that means as we consider uh, Paul's description today. But before we get into the Word, uh, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, today we come before you and our hearts are a little heavy. Uh, today is Good Friday and we're reminded of your uh, death on the cross for us today. Um, Jesus, we thank you so much uh, that you did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but that you came and took on the form of a servant, a human a servant, um, giving up your will uh, to the point of death and uh, willingly embracing that calling to be our Messiah so that we might be restored to right relationship with God the Father, that we might be forgiven for our sins and set free from the grip of sin and walk in the liberty and freedom of your grace and mercy, one for us at the cross. My heart is moved today as I consider what you've done for us, Lord. I can't uh, imagine a love Uh, so great and so true, but it is the love that you offer us each and every day, and I'm so very grateful. Uh, Jesus, help me today uh, stay focused on what you did for us. Help me reflect on the cross throughout the day, and uh, help me look at these words of Paul through the lens of your sacrifice for us. We wouldn't even be reading these words if it weren't for what you did, Jesus, and we give you thanks in your mighty name. Amen. All right, this is uh, 1 Corinthians 4, 6 through 13. Now, brothers and sisters, I have applied these things to myself and Apollos for your benefit, so that you may learn from us the meaning of the saying, do not go beyond what is written. Then you will not be puffed up in being a follower of one of us over against the other. For who makes you different from anyone else? What did you have that you did not receive? And if you did, and if you did receive it, Why do you boast as though you did not? Already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. You have begun to reign, and that is without us. How I wish that you really had begun to reign so that we also might reign with you. For it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession, like those condemned to die in the arena. We have been made a spectacle to the whole universe, to angels as well as to human beings. We are fools for Christ, 
but you are so wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are honored, and we are dishonored. To this very hour, we go hungry and thirsty. We are in rags. We are brutally treated. We are homeless. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. We have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world, right up to this moment. This is a powerful statement and a powerful description of the life of an apostle. Paul continues on in his thought from yesterday, again addressing this issue of the believers in Corinth siding with certain leaders and getting their noses bent out of shape when one person says their leader is better than the next. And Paul says, it's not to be, uh, you know, this is not what God intended. Um, I'm not above any of the others and they're not above me. So <laughs> just don't go beyond what is written. Then you'll not be puffed up and being a follower of this leader over that leader. Uh, for what makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Um, what a great statement there. There's nothing that we inherently bring to the table that Jesus did not provide for us, that Jesus did not do for us. We are simply recipients of the amazing gift of his grace and mercy. Uh, there's an old hymn that said, Nothing in my hand I bring, only to thy cross I cling. What a great statement, and I think that uh, connects well with what Paul is saying in verse 7. For what makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? The truth is, everything that we have we received from Jesus as a gift of his grace and mercy. We really do come to the cross empty-handed. <laughs> the, the message of the cross is that only God could rescue us uh, from sin and death. Only God could do these things for us. And Jesus, in that moment on the cross, as we remember what he did for us today on Good Friday, did for us in that moment what we could never do for ourselves. Um, and so Paul continues on, and, and uh, as we get up to about verse 9, he starts to describe the life of an apostle. And it's not a pretty picture. <laughs> uh, the picture he paints is of one who has sacrificed everything in this earthly life uh, to be a warrior for Jesus, to be a, to be a servant of Christ, to the point of uh, homelessness, to the point of utter hunger, to the point of being beaten and treated brutally, um, to the point of being slandered, being treated as the garbage of the world. Uh, that's the picture he paints of a lowly life, one not regarded, one not respected, uh, but uh, the call to utter servitude to Christ. And he describes himself and his other apostles as fools for Christ. Um, and so what a what a great description uh, that we too would be fools for Jesus, that we would sacrifice um, all that we uh, put stock in uh, for the sake of the kingdom, that we would lay those things aside for the sake of serving Jesus in the world. And um, uh, the call to apostleship ended with the biblical apostles. That was a unique calling for that era of the church's life uh, as the 
as the church was getting started after the resurrection and ascension of Jesus, the apostles were warriors for the church. Uh, They fought to keep false teaching out of the church. They fought to keep the churches they were founding growing in the direction of Jesus in a right and good and orthodox way. Um, And it wasn't a glamorous life. It was a really challenging life. And Paul paints uh, quite a picture of that for us here. The reality is we're much like the Corinthian people. We've been given everything. And following Jesus today should be so easy. And um, standing for him in the culture should be so easy. And yet often we shrink back from that calling. Um, And we treat it as something so hard when really it's just a simple matter of sharing our faith with others. And we have the legal freedom to do that in this country as American citizens. And we don't take advantage of that. The church and other places in the world where those legal freedoms don't exist is taking off and and sparking um, Holy Spirit-inspired growth that we can't even imagine because uh, those people... Uh, And those other cultures are so dependent on Jesus for their everything. And they're really living life on the edge for the Lord because their every moment challenges um, what the government says about sharing Christian faith in a public way. And so they're carrying on the true ministry of the gospel, even if it costs them their lives. And we shrink back from carrying on the ministry of the gospel because we get uncomfortable with a little mild persecution in the workplace or in our neighborhoods. And uh, I find these brothers and sisters in other countries warriors for the gospel and they inspire me and I'm convicted by my own lack of passion sometimes. And I hope you are too. All right, my friends, thanks so much for taking some time out of the day to study. Uh, And I pray that these words would be a blessing to you as you consider them today. God bless.